0: no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details
2: today you know lane lane will be front and center about 1 th- 230 your time 130 our time and lane is one of the three in the league that's been very vocal about name image likeness um and we know we're going to hear it all week you're you're at, uh you're with the ACC network this week and doing all that um do you think there's anything else they can say that is even remotely uh, interesting or that will set, up, set off some kind of firestorm, Tom?
1: Well, I think that, you know, he's, you're right. He's been very vocal. He's been very upfront about how he feels the landscape is changing, right, wrong, or indifferent, good, bad, or ugly. He knows that he's going to be asked about it, and he knows people want to hear his opinion. I think the reason why he comments on it is because he knows that the vast majority of people involved in the sport share the same opinion that he has. So he's kind of become a little bit of a kind of a universal voice, if you will, uh, because a lot of people don't want to talk about it. They don't want to speak on it. They just want to move on. I think what he's doing is every single time he mentions something about it, To some degree, there's a calculation of sending a message out there, whether it's to recruits, whether it's to his current roster, that, hey, he's embracing this. He understands it. He knows it's here to stay. He's not trying to change it. He's not trying to fight against it. He's just accepted that this is what it is, and he wants the people to know that, you know, if you're going to be involved with Ole Miss football, you're not going to have a problem with us from a name, image, and likeness standpoint.
2: When were you sold on Lane Kiffin? Because when you and I talked when he was hired, you were on board, mm-hmm. and a lot of people still had him pegged as the kind of spoiled brat or a guy that, that wasn't going to be able to to get it done, right, to to really run a program, even though he had done a really mm-hmm. good job at Florida Atlantic and had no doubt turned Saban's uh, Alabama offense into more of a, a modernized offense. When were you sold
1: on Lane Kiffin? Oh, I think I would probably go back to the days at USC when he was working under Norm Chow and along with Steve Sarkeesian and, um, You know, I think the one thing that gets glossed over in all of the, I guess I would call it all of the hype or the the stigma or however you want to describe the attention that in many instances he's brought on to himself, okay? What gets glossed over is how smart he is. Like, he is a really, really bright individual, and he's an extremely bright uh, guy when it comes to X's and O's. And I think as you've watched his evolution, you know, the old Norm Chow offense, that offense that was with Matt Leinart and all of those, you know, that was the old BYU offense. That was the old LaBelle Edwards offense. If you remember, it was pure pocket passers, play action pass, heavy downhill run game, play action pass game. And now look what he has evolved to. As the games changed, he has changed as The quarterback position has vastly changed. Instead of fighting it, he's embraced it. And as a result, I think you brought up a perfect example. For them to do what they did with Blake Sims and Jacob Coker is ridiculous. I mean, that that was maybe some of the best coaching you could possibly ever imagine. And I think what he did is he convinced Nick Saban that we can be more dynamic, we can be more flashy, and not give up how we run the football. I think there's this there's this mentality or there's this thought sometimes that if if we become too spread, all of a sudden we're not going to be a physical football team, we're not going to be able to run the ball. That I think that's a fallacy. I really do. And I think that he was able to convince Nick Saban that it truly is because while they became more explosive and became more dynamic, they were still running the heck out of the football.
0: Right. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: Um, all right, so you've been sold. Of course, you're from the West Coast, and um, Kiffin spent a lot of time out there. But, yeah, you, you were sold from the jump. Uh, I think also the reason why he's talking name, image, likeness is he realizes he can't win it all at Ole Miss, Tom. And that's frustrating to him. And although well, they c-
1: think about it, though, think about this, though. But well, right now in college football, can you name more than five teams that you think could win it all?
2: I can't. Um, you know, I think if Southern and
1: name, image, and likeness, that that gap's widening even further because at a place like old Miss, like how how are you or your Mississippi State or your uh, Arkansas or whoever? Sure. How are you supposed to compete on the same playing field in name, image, and likeness with Alabama? or LSU, or Georgia, how are you supposed to do that? The answer is you can't. No. Uh,
2: Ideally, we would get those teams up and running and throw in Ohio State and Southern Cal. It would be nice to have five to six teams that could go win it. Um, Not every year, but gosh, if it was just every now and then, that would be a lot better and more competitive. I don't know if we'll ever get there. Um, Because I don't think we've ever had You know what Saban's talking about As far as competitive, we've never had competitive balance in the sport. I mean, I don't know. You know, I mean, the bottom line is you're going to have the Blue Bloods, and when they're run the right way, uh, they can win it. Um, Bam, LSU, Georgia, Ohio State, Southern Cal, blah, blah, blah. But Yeah, Clemson. uh, Clemson, yeah. You know what, though? I wonder, Tom, if Clemson can hang. Dabo Sweeney is phenomenal. What he did is incredible. If they don't ever play for it again, winning two and playing for two, is absolutely remarkable. If you made me bet, right. Lugs, today a, th- a hundred bucks, thousand bucks, whatever, I would bet that they don't play for it again. Uh, it's just too da- it's too darn hard, and they're not a top ten recruiter. And he's lost, you know, Venables and Scott and Elliot, and I, I just don't see it. Now, the only flip side is path of least resistance. Dabo would never, he would never even probably get there in the SEC because he'd play too many top 10, top 15 recruiters. And even as good as he is, he'd have too many nine in three seasons.
0: But... In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: Uh, I don't, I don't see it, Tom. I think they caught lightning in a bottle. More power to them. It should be tip of the cap. One of the most amazing runs in the history of college football. But I don't, I don't think he can bottle it and get back.
1: So here's the only area that I would disagree with you is we're talking name, image, and likeness, and we are talking about status of program and investment in the program. Clemson is one of the few programs outside of the SEC that has an SEC investment on behalf of the university. Mm. The powers that be, the people that are invested there, whether it's in the community, whether it's through the university itself, they have invested in football there the way an Alabama or an Auburn or an LSU or an Ohio State have. I,
2: I agree with you there. I don't know what happened with Dabo. Mike Krzyzewski did this 22 years ago. I'm not going to recruit one and Duns." And then somebody sat him yeah. down and said, Mike, do you want to win another national championship, Coach K? And he said, yes. He said, right. then you yeah. need to pivot and evolve. I think Dabo has missed big on the transfer portal and JUCO, and when when you're anybody, Alabama and LSU use all three, okay, because it's is so darn difficult to win it. But if Dabo doesn't pivot quickly, and I, he's already missed out because he was the hot thing 24 months ago, and this thing was you were capable of going into and, and investing into the two platforms that I'm referencing, you know, at that time. Uh, he he better get into the transfer portal. He better embrace name, image, likeness, and he better look at JUCO recruiting. In my opinion, Luke's your thoughts?
1: Yeah, I don't. I, I don't think he has to worry about the junior college side of things. I do think that he could dabble in the in the transfer portal in the same manner that Alabama has. We're not talking about five guys. We're not talking about seven guys. We're talking about one or two guys that are better than what you currently have, and that's not easy to do. I mean, when you look at Clemson's roster, you look at Ohio State's roster, if you're going to take a transfer portal guy, all right, are you going to take a short-term answer for somebody that's maybe not better than what you have, or are you going to go recruit the high school ranks? So I do agree, like, if there was a Jameson Williams out there or a Henry To'o To'o, and I'm using Alabama in, the, in, in that reference, um, that is better than what you currently have, then, yeah, I think you got to go after that. And they have not done that. They've chosen uh, not to do that. I think from a name, image, and likeness standpoint, they'll be fine. They have enough resources there, and particularly internally have enough resources to ensure that, um, that they can be competitive on that landscape.
2: Yeah, and if, they, if they're not part of the party, that opens it up.
0: Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop.